following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. We are now in full off-season mode here at the Star in Frisco. Welcome to another edition of Talking Cowboys as we wrap up 2018, look ahead to 2019. Bill Jones, along with Mickey Spagnola. Salute again, Mickey. Are you Good to go? be with you. You're watching on DallasCowboys.com. The salute. Salutations from Mickey. We've got uh, Rob Phillips and we've got Brian brought us hard at work with a laptop computer. It's this time of year we have to know numbers. Yeah. You know, people ask who gets cut, who's under contract. Who's oh, not. there you so go. I've got to the point and I can't remember who is under contract and who's not under contract. I anymore. did that uh, dirty work yesterday and put it in my brand new blue notebook for mm. 2019 there you that go, Bill. I'm starting up. Yeah, Thanks. I actually just print it out. Same as a draft book. Because it's easier. It's I've got a blue book. My blue book is yeah. for the Cowboys in the NFL, and my green book is for, for the draft. The draft. This sheet, this sheet is in every press media guide for every game, and you don't really look at it until this week. Yeah. You, know, you really just what don't worry that? about it. The release. It's season the release every week. Season contracts. It's time to talk about it, right? It never yeah. changes from the first week to the last week. That's something you need to have, though. That's exactly right. Because you can make some errors whenever you uh, one wrong, all wrong with that PR department. <laughs> but you you can make errors when you are taking it from your laptop and putting it into a notebook. That's old true. school wise, that's, that's what I did. Yeah, I, I was like, why did I put Byron Jones down as a free agent when they picked up his fifth year option? They sure did. And so I put him in the wrong category. I realized that it dawned on me this morning. Wait a second. See, and that's that's why to me this is one of the most intriguing off seasons coming up that they've had in a while because yeah, they've got some guys out of contract. Demarcus Lawrence is the biggest one, but they've got a lot of guys with one year left on their deal that you're like, all right, what do they do with his deal? When does that deal get done? And it's Dak. It's not just Dak, you know, it's Zeke, it's Byron Jones, it's Amari Cooper. Uh, they got to figure out what they're going to do with these guys and, and, and what the timing is going to be and how to make it all work. Jerry was talking about that on the fan this, this morning, you know, Said hell, I want a bigger boat, you know. <laughs> but how do you how do you yeah. make it all work under the cap? Yep. So uh, what what are you noticing on that? No, I was just looking at numbers. Okay. I was just looking at you know. I mean, I, I just like to have names in front of me, and I you know, and, and you, when you're looking at your team, you have to think about. You know, again, I, I think that a lot of this has to do with you know what happens with Lawrence. You know, I mean, I, I if they. Don't get a deal. Do you use the use the franchise tag again on him? And now, now do you have some hard be, feelings? Yeah, you know all these things kind of play into. And if you if you if you don't uh, if you don't sign him, do you draft somebody? Can you find you know these are all things you have to think about. The dominoes that all kind of fall into place. I think there's some guys that are probably not going to be here. You know, I, I my my thought about Cole Beasley is I don't think Cole Beasley is probably going to be here. You know, I shouldn't. Not that they don't jump want out. him. Comes Not, down to money, right? Yeah, I think it comes down to money. But you're talking about some of the guys, some of the things they have to need. They're going to have to to figure out. But 
you know, that's one of those ones I kind of just in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, maybe in the draft, I have to go look for a, this guy or this guy or this guy, you know, that's kind of how I, I look at the end of the season here, especially with this team. Yeah. But you'll know that before you get to the draft, right? Yep. I mean, you don't, so he's going to be a market guy. You're going to say, okay, I'm not signing you ahead of time. Right. See what the market value They've proven is. that. And then we'll see if we can sign you, Anthony Hitchens. And if somebody gives you all that money, it's like, uh, we appreciate your time. Have a good year. Yep. All right. We had the season-ending press conference from Jason Garrett yesterday. What were your takeaways from that? Oh, the coaches. The coaching <laughs> situation. Um and by the way, Jason, I don't know that he completed all the player exit interviews, but he estimated 65 he had done by 2 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Well, he ought to be damn near done with 65. And I, yeah. and I know, and he, and he said he went into the coach uh, meetings after the press conference yesterday. And, mm-hmm. so that was, and he did, because I was yes. trying to get something from him, and he was running. I had well, to run with him. I was... Um, I was taping the Jason Garrett show yesterday afternoon, and originally we were going to do it at 4.30. It got pushed back to 5.45, and we wound up doing it after 7 o'clock. So yeah. he was, he oh, was, no! He was in a meeting um, that he couldn't get out of from 3 o'clock on, basically. Yeah. Well, he was going into a staff meeting yeah. immediately. Yeah. So on that subject, he said, you know, no status of – the coaching staff right now, they haven't had those discussions as of early Monday afternoon, um, kind of in line with what Stephen Jones said on the radio yesterday. Jerry wouldn't comment about the overall status of the coaching staff. So it is what it is right now, you know? I mean, they've What got, is it? Jerry said they wanted them to go on record, and he goes, well, there's no record because yeah. when I hang up this phone, I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> there's no record. Yeah, I I thought that was 24 minutes of gold this morning. It was great. Him. He was on his game this morning. Believe me, he didn't oversleep. He had this whole thing thought out, and I think he kind of projected every question he was going to get because he didn't stutter on one answer. Starting yeah. with the one that you answered yesterday, which was about him not uh, talking to the media yes. after the game on Saturday night. Yeah. Was it that he was avoiding the media? It was he couldn't get from the press box at the Coliseum down yeah. to where the Nobody media can. was? Yeah. That's, uh, that's what we talked about yesterday. Yeah. What was your biggest takeaway from that, though, of all the gold he had? Give me the top three gold moments. Uh, number one, that he liked the direction this team was going coaching staff wise or player wise uh, player wise okay. from a talent standpoint uh that he, and that he's basically not holding 2018 responsible for 16 for 14 for 09 for 07 for 96 that they couldn't make the next step uh he felt like uh they were building for the future, and that's why he thought this that he felt good about what took place this season. As for the coaching staff, I think what he was trying to say is as the season went along, the staff did a better job because it was a new staff uh, and that they kind of came together, especially after they made the change mm-hmm. uh, on the offensive line. Uh, he felt like the assistant coaches grew as the team also 
uh, grew and that uh, everything's open. It's like, I don't know what's going to be available, and I think that's how he put it with the offensive coordinator. I don't know what's going to be available next week, so I can't tell you this week what I'm doing in two weeks. Uh, so I would imagine, you know, kind of things are um, are, are kind of open. Uh, he seemed pleased with the direction they went. Um, and Another strong support for his head coach, too. And, and, and strong support for the head coach. And that's something I think we've pointed out before. He kind of, I don't know if he listens to us or what, but he kind of said Tom Landry wouldn't have been Tom Landry uh, had the Cowboys not given him a chance uh, to continue on. Yeah. I think people have more problems with Scott Linehan than they do Jason Garrett. It was funny you mentioned that because I was talking with Rob before the show and Kent Garrison, who's taking your phone calls here <laughs> and you'll, you can chime in. We can, I guess we can throw out this question. Yeah. My question, I asked probably four or five different people over the last 24 hours. What is your first order of business mm-hmm. uh, for the Cowboys this off season? You and asked who? Just these were just they were oh, like just fans. people people yeah oh okay yeah um, the production people at work it, mm. whoever you know mm-hmm. just what's your first dandy order? <laughs> not dandy okay no, no. Uh, what's your first order of business and to a man and one woman each one of them said uh, play caller his first order change the play caller did the play so caller that, get that is, better when they got the the receiver yeah and the numbers went up sure it numbers went up right but i'm just mentioning that as that is what a lot of fans are saying right is they got I, and i think and it's, yeah, it's that knee fair. jerk it's that knee jerk reaction is well we got to do something to get to, I, to fix this yeah i know they can't fire the head coach <laughs> well and they're looking at the four teams remaining in the playoffs sure and they're all the highest scoring teams in the nfl right so, yeah, what can you do to take this offense to another level? That's always the lot. Anytime they lose a game, what do we get the most criticism about? Yeah. The play calling. Play calling. Yeah. Because we don't know. Yet. We, no, we, no. We, yeah. That, that's, that's easy for us it, to yeah, it's, it's, it's really It's really easy to say. It, you know, and Mickey talks about execution and things like that. I, I'm, I, I tweeted it out this morning. I'm all for bringing all these guys back. I'm all for it. Whole I'm, staff. Whole staff. I'm all for bringing them back, and I'm, I'm making them all coach for their jobs is what I'm doing. I'm going to, I am not going to extend Jason Garrett. I'm going to make this staff coach as a group and 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 see what we can get out of this. If you get it, if you win the division again, if you get in the divisional playoffs again, you know, by all means, I'll find a way to reward you or if you want to stay. But I I you know to to sit there and say okay, well, we're going to extend this guy and then the then the coordinator doesn't work. If you want if you want to fire the coordinator, then if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm telling Jason Garrett you're calling plays now then. I'm not going to put up with some of these coordinators they're talking about right now. I'm just not. Okay, so fire the coordinator. Who are you hiring? That's exactly right. That, that's my that's next, why. That's, that's my the, next question. No, no. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly right. Next that's, question. That's exactly that was. right. You can hate it Scott was. Linehan all you right. want, but tell me who and, – and Mickey, it drives me nuts when he uses this, but in this time it applies. He's absolutely Look right. Look what all these other teams are doing. Mm-hmm. Guys, they're yeah. hiring as coordinators. Exactly. Seriously? Yeah. If you if you were going to tell me you want Ken Zampezi or you want uh, Jim Bob Cooter or, or Paul Hackett. Paul Hackett. Yeah. If you want one of those guys, great. But if you extend and then you and then it turns out to be a disaster. Now, what have you accomplished? And you want to and you want to get rid of it. We're, we're at the same point. I think Jerry made the. Did Did Jerry say it today? He He said, "I don't know how many more people Sean McVay knows." Yeah, because <laughs> that's who's getting hired. That's Anybody right. that I mean, the that's, quarterback coach who has never called plays, right? That's why Kingsbury's a head coach in the NFL. That's right why now. people Sean have McVay trouble hiring partially. coaches. 
And then your next question, now, uh, your next question for those people mm-hmm. should be, what did you predict the Cowboys' record to be this year? Well, they, they, they got in the playoffs. Let's not focus on that. No, I'm just saying. Well, let's no, not focus and, no, on that. I understand focus, they got there. Focus on but no one the, expected it. Focus on the coaching staff. It what? doesn't matter. Focus on the coaching staff. Well, we just did. The, the, I'm saying I'm, I'm with you. I'm telling him when he gets those questions, those are the next two questions. Right, but but the expectations changed. And, and it, it's a weird vibe in this building right Why now. Why did it change? It's a, it finish. changed, when they, it changed after they made the trade and they started winning it's, games. It's a and combination, so did, it's a combination of, you know, they, made they, feel a trade. Like, they feel like they accomplished something. But if you And there's a lot of voices this week. Steven's talk, Jerry's talk, Jason's talk. If you listen to Steven yesterday, there's a lot of disappointment here, too. Because yeah, absolutely. They, because as Steven said on the radio yesterday, we've got to figure out a way to get past this, this barrier we're at, and it's the second round of the playoffs. And I yeah. get that this is a different team than recent years, but they've, you know, it's been a glass ceiling. And so what do you do? You know, you got a young team. You're expecting those guys to get to the next level, but where else can they look? How introspective can they be to get okay, to that Okay, so why didn't they get there in 2016? It doesn't matter. We're talking about 2018. No, I'm asking. He just said they can't get over the barrier. Is it a one-year barrier or is it a five-year barrier? It's been a 20-something-year barrier. Okay, so 2016, the reason they didn't get there because the defense wasn't good enough, right? Yeah. And the defense got better until that game. So how do you figure? They improved the defense. The offensive line faltered, and it faltered in the Rams game. Sure. Joe Looney played well all season long. Yeah. He was no match for Nadamakan Sue in that game. Okay. So what do you do? You, you, hope, that, you hope that your center comes back. And, right. And that was one of the great things that came out of Jason Garrett's press conference yesterday. Yeah. Is, uh, it sounds like uh, Travis Frederick is, I mean, he's already been doing I, stuff. And, and Brian mentioned it yesterday that it looks very positive for his return in great night. I'm yep. not just firing guys to fire guys. I no. think that's where everybody's going the wrong direction here. If you want to tell me that the op, if in fact they made the trade and then the team, team started getting worse offensively and they didn't make the playoffs, by all means, move on. Move on. But I, I, I'm again. I, I'm I'm letting this thing. I'm gonna let this thing ride for one more year. I am. I'm not gonna because I'm I'm seeing the guys out there. And and I, again, if if you want to make a change, my recommendation would be then Jason Garrett call the plays. That would be my recommendation. If you want to get rid of Linehan, if you want to get rid of Kellen Moore, go get your quarterback coach and let and let uh, and let Jason Garrett call the plays. Is that because you don't want to vastly change? The core I'm trying to help anyway. Dak Prescott the best I can. And I, and I don't know necessarily changing coordinators right now. If you tell me I could go out next year and hire a head coach that's an offensive-minded coach and he could come in there and, and sweep everything and new, by all means. But, but also, though, I'm willing to give this coach a chance. I'm willing to give this head coach a chance and this offensive coordinator a chance. If it doesn't work, then make all your changes you want. But I'm not changing, then all of a sudden think about changing the head coach again and then probably having to change the coordinator if it doesn't work. And I'm not into changing a bunch of things right now just to change. And Jerry made that point that he has done that previously, that he you changed the head coach, you changed the coordinator. Now I'm changing my staff and I have no continuity. None. That is the biggest problem here. Look at what goes on. You think that Arizona has continuity right now, changing coach one year? They went through Bruce Arians all that time. They changed that. Then they got a whole new staff of coaches. How about Denver? A whole Denver, two years. Whole new staff of coaches. 
Uh, how would you convince uh, the owner to make Jason Garrett the play caller again? How would you? Yeah, I mean, because he was the play caller, and then though it changed. I believe there's so, two head coaches in this league that aren't play callers. Or, or, or primary or not. Uh, that are primary? Or not. Oh, not. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who the other one was. I think there were two in this league. Because if you feel good about what's going on with your defense and you don't have to spend time there, because think about it. They were struggling defensively, right? Until, yeah. Until they got kind of Marinelli in and now you got Richard. Got it. Yep. And he felt like he needed to overlook everything. And that's when he gave up the play calling. Right. So that was the reason why to, to give it gave it up to begin with. So maybe things have changed now to where you convince them that okay, yeah, that's the best route to go is to. Uh, if this team was call. three and thirteen, I get it, I get it. Move on, move on. They weren't at three. They were three and five at one time. That that you know they were on the path to being let go, but now you turn things around. I, but I again extension and all that stuff. No, uh. Uh-uh. You make players. You make players play for contract extension. You got a seventeen million dollar guy that you're trying to get done now. You made him play. What did he do? So Played what, pretty well for you, didn't he? So what you're saying, you would be in favor. Not to put words in your mouth. Yeah, you would be in favor of giving Garrett the play calling duties if, in one year with and not extending. If you want going if, into his if, last year, I'm not. I'm saying if you want to change, if you want to change, if you yeah. if everybody out there yeah. standing at, at out front of the star here or demanding on, change on, on one cowboy way <laughs> and with the pitchforks and the torches and all that and about to storm the doors, if you want to do that and you don't have an answer for what he just said about a play caller, mm-hmm. you don't have a suitable offensive coordinator, okay, then your next response would just be, Bill, Garrett needs to call the plays. That needs to happen. If you want to move on from the quarterback coach, bring Wade Wilson back, whatever you want to do, do it. But right now, you don't have a good answer. You really don't. And don't act like you do. Don't act like you do. You just want blood is what you want. Sure. And that's what, you know what? That's why you're a fan, because you want blood. I, I'm, you know what? Hey, I, I'm, all for, I'm all for making changes and stuff, but I'm also ch- making changes for reasons. You know, and, and everybody's out there is like going, oh, well, the offense, is, offense got better once they made the trade. Yeah. Started moving the ball better. Yep. You know, More is that efficient. Linehan or is that the trade that Jerry Jones made? You know, did the front office help the coaches? I wonder what Robert in New York wants. Mm. Let's check in. Be careful, Robert. Robert in New York. You're on Talking Cowboys. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Yeah. Hi. What's up? Hey, um, I was just um, thinking, like, we, we, definitely, we definitely need uh, defensive, uh, defensive linemen, like an interior lineman. Um, Is this just because of what of- you saw in the game last week? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Like we need like a okay. almost like a game record. Like I mean, David Irving, like David the, Irving, like David Irving. No. Oh, no, okay. Oh, well, give but, up on that guy. No, um, you will. But if he had been there yeah. and been the David Irving you were planning on, yeah, absolutely, could have been. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was thinking maybe like in the draft we can pick one up. Um, it's going to be I mean, hard. I, it's going to be hard. I mean, the really good ones like the Jeffrey Simmons, guys like that, Wilkins, those guys, they're all going to be gone the first round. 
Right. What about what about? I almost don't want to say him because I think he's going to slide a little bit. But what about the kid from Wisconsin, the Saga Polo guy? Yeah, I haven't looked at him yet, but we're going to have the draft show here coming up Thursday. I'm sure Dane Brugler can answer all the questions about that kid. Okay, I Look, appreciate you though. Man. I think one of the one of the problems they had in that game because that's the game we're focusing on now, right? We are because before we that, before that Seattle, we didn't do anything the, there. Oh, it was yeah. the human log, yeah. and, it, and yeah. it was Malik Collins. Yeah. Well, Malik Collins didn't get the chance to play enough snaps in that game. I think between his illness and his knee, he didn't practice that much either. And Karan Reed's not Karan Reed was terrible. In that he game. was he messed. You know what? He his inability messed up the human log. Yeah. Uh, and they. We're forced to play Randy Gregory, I think, too many plays on the outside because he was not very good against the run. Yeah. And they picked on him. Yeah. And and, and, and so they knew that coming in. And they knew it. They knew it. They knew Whitworth they did a great could job. handle him man to man. You and, saw it. But on the in the running game, yeah. they took advantage of him getting up the field and they ran underneath him. Yeah. A little bit unsettling feeling for fans right now because of the strength that you had all year. Didn't show up in the biggest not game at of the all. season. Not at and, all. So as you and go so, into the offseason, then how do you look at it? Well, you know? you're saying the first thing you need is a defensive tackle. And I, I you know what? That that there's where David Irving hurts you. But you know what? This team played single high safety all year and defended the run. Right. All year long. Yep. They were one of the best in the league at it. Let's not act like the one you know, when when they were bad, what two games were they bad this year? Colts and Rams. Colts and Rams. What happened? Got turned up front, got got guys up on the linebackers playing 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 single high coverage the whole way. You caught a team that just physically beat you up, just like the Colts did. You know, and if you want to say, yeah, well, they need a defensive tackle. Well, you know what you need to say too? They need some linebackers too, if you're gonna base it on one game. Because Van Der Esch and Smith weren't any good either. John Lee played a lot in that game. And he wasn't any good either. Well, you know, and the that, reason they weren't any good is, is because they had offensive linemen blocking them the whole game. That is why you lost that football game. They had uh, off on that 30, what was what was his touchdown run, Gurley? 35? 35. 35. Whitworth is coming downfield yeah, yeah, with him. Yeah. And he didn't have to touch anybody. Yeah. What? How does he get off the line of scrimmage like that? They washed a lot of our guys. They did it against I, the Colts. All right, we yeah, got we got to go to a break. Yeah, but when we come back, I want you to to uh, if you recall the defensive alignment on that play and where Jalen Smith was lined up, and and we'll we'll go over it in the break. I can't remember what happened for breakfast, and, Bill. And, but and, and they were they were lined up. And we'll to we'll the talk about side. it when yeah. we come back yeah. on talking Cowboys. Yeah. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972, so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Do you want the most interesting, up-to-the-minute Dallas Cowboys news straight from the star in Frisco? How about exclusive and on command? That's right, news and nuggets you can't find anywhere else. With our exclusive Cowboys content on Alexa, you can have all the answers, secrets, stories, and more. What's Stephen Jones thinking during a game? What's Joe Looney's favorite pregame meal? We take your questions to Cowboys players and coaches, and you can hear the answers directly back to you. Just say Alexa. Open Dallas Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... 
thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel any time. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Fellas, it's the offseason, and you know what that means? time to make some trades it's time you trade in your old worn out tidy whities for the latest and greatest in men's underwear that's tommy john trust us all tommy john underwear features a contour pouch for mind-blowing comfort plus shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys and get 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys. Hey, and you know what's coming up on March 16th? You're on your own. TNT Stadium in Arlington. We've got boxing. Errol Spence versus who? Mikey Garcia. Mikey Garcia. And it's March 16th at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Garcia. There you go. Mm. Very good. SeatGeek.com is handling that, I believe. I believe you're right. They are are partners, for sure. That's right. All right, we continue here on Talking Cowboys. Right before the break, I mentioned that Todd Gurley touchdown run. Um, And Can I I, say this before you say it? Yes, yes. In fact, there there we go right there. If you're watching along, Kent Garrison has it called up for us. Look where Jalen Smith is, is lined up. He was basically over the tight end, Higby. Yeah. All right, and then there's the cutback by Gurley. Yeah. What happened to Vanderesh on that play? Yeah, he was in the there's middle. The, they, they got washed. I mean, they just completely Look, got washed. Got to see what happens to Karan Reed. Yeah, I mean, he gets knocked on the ground. Uh, did they run the trap? But you're talking. But you're talking about Lyman getting to the second level. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a replay here of it. Okay. Yeah, we got another Kent doing a great job of producing on the fly here. If you're watching along, uh, Kent has got up the replay of the girly touchdown there, right here coming the from end, the end zone. End zone. Yeah. Right, look at the blocking. There you go. There you go. Right there. Yep. Got and here you go. The the, the Jeffrey right that, there. Well, and he took out Gregory. Gregory well, look yeah. and look at Heath too. Heath gets caught inside as well or on the outside as well. And the you know. Okay. Great job. But you saw where Jalen was lined up there for the uneducated uh, like me. They're playing the bunch formation, it looked like to right, me. Yeah. Right. So he was kind of playing in the middle. Shading on over the that strong sh- on the strong side. side. They they run crack they run to- they run a toss out of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they tend to go to the st- where they went to and Gurley did a great job. I mean, he's got vision. If you get that big of a hole, if you get the safety knocked outside and the linebackers all knocked inside and 
Karan Reed and all these guys washed, hell, I'd run it there too. That, you know, that play should have never taken place. What'd you get? Guys, you had the, the fa- prior to that. The, bo- the, the BS. I almost said it. <laughs> should the, the BS. Jones. Hands to the face on Byron Jones, yeah. and I didn't realize it until I got finally got a chance to look at the coach's film. Yeah, the guy that called the penalty was twenty five yards away from the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he threw his flag farther than Goff threw the incompletion. Now you tell me the guy on the line of scrimmage that was sitting there watching that. Didn't call it, but this guy 25 yards away called it. It was fourth down. Yeah, they're off the field. They're off the field. Yeah. And that's what's sticking in that coaching staff's craw right now. That, that penalty it, changed the whole complexion of the game. It does It does bother me, and I'm not one that, that gets on the officiating because I think it all kind of evens out. Well, but in, in this that, case. In that situation, when you're looking at a third and 14 play, and why are you playing press? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's, yeah. that's the other part of it is yeah. sometimes you put you, you need to not put yourself in position where you can the call can go again. How many times but, this year have we seen that though? Yeah. They have, you know, it, whether it's a Randy Gregory roughing the pen, uh, roughing the passer, Anthony Brown defensive holding, you know, but the penalty it, on that is so punitive. You know, that, yeah, it's huge. That it's huge. That when you when you comes with a first down, that in a third and fourteen situation, I just think it's got to be pretty blatant for it. And it had nothing to do with the play, right? right. Yeah, well, nothing. That's, that's officials. They're responsible for watching the players, not the play, all well, the time. That guy's got great eyes from yep. twenty five yards away. Yep. Let's go to Scott in New Jersey next up on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Scott. Hey, guys, what's going on, man? The best thing about the season being over, you guys are on 12 o'clock. I can listen to you at lunch. There you go. First day. Enjoy I'm it. already on. Good. I appreciate you putting me on. A couple of things I just want to – you're not going to get nothing negative out of me because, first of all, it was a great year. We were minus seven points for a reason, and I kept saying that all week. We, we should have won that, but we were minus seven points for a reason. We lost by eight, so they knew what they were talking about. And Amazing how they do. Talk. Vegas it always yeah, does. Vegas, they're good. They know what they're doing. That's yeah. why they're in business. Right. And I'm steam fitting. Um, <laughs> no more talk about Cooper. Listen, if, let's say we don't get Cooper. Would you rather be Cooper, no first round pick, or like three and thirteen? We could have went three and thirteen without him. Um, I thought it was a great pick. Yeah. We got a great trade. A good yeah. We got a good quarterback. We we're, we we got future. We're, we're doing good. Dak, Garrett, Linehan, that's another thing. Let's stop talking about them, right, guys? Like Brian says, give them another year. They, they woke up. We, we got something going on. Sure. It, you know what? If Jerry Jones says Garrett and Dak is our quarterback and our coach, that's it. It's over, right? He's the guy. He's the boss. Right. So that, that's that. I just want to say one more thing. You guys are great. I listen to you every day. Every day. And Cowboy Nation is young. We're strong. And we won the division. We're going to win it next year. We got a playoff win under a young guy's belt, right? I think that's gigantic. And next year, it's like you guys say, we got to get home field advantage. That is everything. All right. Thanks, Thanks for the guys. call, Mr. Jones. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy Nation, though. There you go. Jersey I got you, man. Alive with Cowboy guys. I'm just kidding you, man. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. But you know what? Every one of those 
next steps that they didn't take. Only one time did they have home field advantage. Yeah, and they, you know, I think two years ago with home field advantage. Yeah, well, and you no. played, you played, a, you played, a, you played the rarest of the rare quarterback. Oh seven too. That was the. That's uh, what I was hoping. Yeah. I was hoping that Dallas was going to pull a Green Bay and go and and find a way to win a game on the road like that. You know, this year with the divisional game. Well, yeah, and that's the go out and you know make one more play. That's the frustrating part because I think fans watched L.A. toward the end of the season and thought oh, they're a little vulnerable offensively. Oh, they're yeah. not doing what they've been doing. Listen we we got guys just like me talk about it. No, I mean if you watch the Cowboys all season, their defense looked like they could step up and make it difficult to win a Jared game. Goff. Yeah, yeah. That's what's I think confounding and frustrating probably in this building right now is that what their formula didn't work and they thought it would and and so that you go in the offseason with that bitter taste in your mouth give we me my play back and they would have held them to 22 points there's no time to gloat now mickey um i just said i'm not gloating i'm just pointing it out you, well, they did. how that made a big difference in your in your view of what they did defensively and they, what they could have done they gave up 273 rushing yards that, that, I, that, I got that, it that you know what problem. and I mean, they what? lost by how much eight Eight points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were down 15 with, if they, yeah. if they stopped yeah. two minutes ago. And they and they had an opportunity on third and seven to get the ball back and oh, go down Jeff and tie Heath. it up. Oh, Jeff Heath. <laughs> we watched that one back yesterday. Oh, Jeff Heath. Mm. So as bad as they played defensively, they were still in the ball game. Yeah. I didn't say that they you know, didn't show up. I didn't say that. I mean, I didn't I did. say you said that. I did. I, didn't, I don't think they played. Obviously, they didn't play worth a damn. I mean, they've been playing well all year. The owner said they didn't get any traction, literally. Yeah. literally oh, we talked about that a little bit. How about nighttime games there at the L.A. Coliseum? It was, yeah. But they wore they wore longer cleats yeah. than normal. Yeah, Bucky and them do their job. They did. Bucky they and put Mike their five-eighths on. Yeah, they knew what they are doing. And they normally wear a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about uh, the reports coming out after the game from the offensive linemen for the Rams talking about – Great scouting. Tip, yeah. Great scouting. That's what you do. You have a week. Think about this, they had guys. An extra week. Think about yeah. this. Had an extra week. But who? think about who they're going to play. They're either going to play us or Seattle, who they play twice a year. Who are you going to prepare for? Yeah. Well, uh, who are you going to prepare for in that they game? They actually would have played – It was Seattle, right? Yeah, Saints. Saints played. Philly was the last seed. Yeah, so, was, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, they it was would, us. It was right, us, or it was going right. to be us, or so us they, or, they didn't have to re- prepare extra for Seattle at all. They were, not at all. Well, they, well, they could have played the Bears. They could have played the you know on that Sunday. Yeah, we were watching Philly and Chicago. That's right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, they were yeah. playing either Chicago yeah. or Dallas. Yeah. Yes. Right. But I see your point. I mean, well, they, I, they know Seattle. They know Seattle. Yeah. yeah, that's my point. You never heard, but they already played Chicago too. Yeah, but they play. But they play them twice a year. But but what I'm saying last month they played sure Chicago, and, oh no and, and, and so to your point yeah they've already played exactly the extra preparation they needed to do on Dallas because they had they done didn't have they didn't they played Dallas last year week three how many how right. many times right. have we heard oh Sean Lee knew what they were doing mm-hmm. they they were stealing our signal yeah. no Sean Lee studied film that's all you got to do is study film Amen. I can't remember who I was standing next right. to I was watching the Redskins play and. It was somebody in the scouting department and basically told me what play was coming up by how they lined up. Exactly. Sure. It was exactly right three yeah. times in a row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you know that? Well, I can tell how his hand's on the ground. Right. Uh, rock back in his stance. They get, and what do they do? They, could, they get three, they put, <laughs> they put Lawrence, Crawford, 
and Collins on one side. What do they usually run? Run a twist out of that stunt. Mm-hmm. That's what they use. Look, they usually run a twist. What did they do in that game? In that game, we talked about this. In that game, they said, "Okay, we're going to take our four and block your three, and we're going to let, like Mickey said, we're going to let, we're going to let the right tackle Whitworth take Randy Gregory one on one." It's just like, that. That's their. That was their answer. Yeah, it's just like when Romo predicts plays. Yeah. In a game, it, Demarcus Ware, we had him up for a preseason yeah. game, a preseason game, and he's basically predicting what's going to happen on the sure. field. He was like. Wow, this is great from this angle up here. How about, <laughs> I can actually our fans, tell exactly what's going to happen fans, before it happens. Our fans know? do that with Linehan, they think. <laughs> yeah. Am I right, Rob? We're, yeah, we're, yeah. I'm standing oh, yeah. there several years ago at, <laughs> training, at training camp with Dat Wynn. Yeah, and Dat, Dat Wynn yeah. told me what was going to happen before it happened each I mean, time. That's the, the basics of scouting a game, uh, an opponent. It, that's what you, you spend all week in a normal week. And they, and they as Brian pointed out they had two weeks to prepare for Dallas. Sure. And no one brags about that when they lose, by the way. Right. Yeah. Oh, we knew it was coming. Yeah. Oh, well, why didn't you stop it? Seattle. Yeah, we Got stole you. we stole your signs. Yeah, we stole Sorry your you signs. lost in the playoffs. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. You know? I didn't hear I didn't hear any sign stealing after that L they took. No. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, it's amazing. It is. But when you win, you earn the right. Oh no, you get you get the right to beat your chest and beat up on people. And everybody believes you. Yeah. That's right. Well that's another Good luck. I hope the Saints just maul you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling for Sean Payton in this game, I'm not gonna lie. Sean McVeigh. Okay, great. Wipe that smug right face off. <laughs> That's the other thing as a coach. Oh, you want your, your players to think that I hope they got, maul them, Rob. I really do. You want your players to think they've got the upper hand. That they've oh, got sure you do. Yeah. Sure you do. He's the difference maker. Let me tell you what. That's what, that's that's what Sean, let, me tell you, let me tell you what, Mr. McVeigh. That coach across the field is, is pretty crazy. He, he's going to find a way. to. He's going to turn this into a game that you're not going to like, he's I don't a, think. He's a great coach. He is a great coach. They had the Star Wars offense, right? And they threw for 186 yards. Again, Mickey, they ran for 271. Yeah, they didn't have to. They didn't have to. But why? why, I could have called plays by offense. Right? All you needed to do is figure out how to run the football. I was kind of hoping that Zeke was going to run for 273 yards in this game. Yeah, well, they didn't. (laughs) They played great run defense, though. Give give the Rams a lot of credit. Which was in contrast to the way they played the regular season. As Zeke said, all y'all asked me about was the 5.1 yards per carry, and I told you guys none of that S matters anymore. It's the playoffs. Like he he knew what they were up against. Yeah, no, good, good, good. You're right, Zeke. You're right. That man, he's right. Maybe he's doing this show. I should be toting the ball. No, no, <laughs> not no, no. no. Bad I think idea. We've got it. I think we've we got, got it right. right. We got yep. that one right. Yep. They should have just do. thrown the ball every play. The Cowboys. Yeah. Hmm. Do you see how far back their defense was playing? Yeah, that was an, that's an interesting king. But and and you know maybe maybe if you want to be critical, maybe you say yeah sure because your your left guard was actually holding up. Mm-hmm. You know your left guard wasn't killing you in the game. So I mean I think that's what you're worried about. You're worried about the pass protection. Am I wrong? No. Yeah. And but the fact that they stayed in base, Michael Gallup's plays that he made were a product of that. They were able to hit some plays in the passing game. Because they had, they had more big plays than the Rams did, right? Yeah, I They're think like, the longest pass they had was 21 yards. Yeah, yeah. They had like six, I think, more than 20 yards. The Cowboys did. They only had three. 
You know, the issues that the Rams were having all season were getting pressure on the quarterback, yeah. with the exception of Donald and his 20-and-a-half sacks. Right, and that's right. why they made the move to get Dante Fowler at midseason. Right. You Pocket know? was pretty clean for Dak overall, I felt like, in the game. I mean, to some degree, you know. I yeah, mean, no, had, no. Yeah, the in the grass call, but no, Mickey know. might be onto something. But I overall, mean, it, yeah. overall, I thought it was okay. There was know? one play; the free safety was thirty yards behind this line of scrimmage, mm. and he was backing up. I saw Ed Reed used to play. They just in Miami. They just sold out to stop the run. They just, you know, they weren't going to let him do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, maybe Aik- Mickey should be the OC. I just lit it up, Mickey. As, light him up. As uh, Aikman pointed out on one of the play, one play, um, which was the one play where he was really critical of Dak. Um, he prior, you know, prior to the snap, he was saying, "Look at these corners; they're ten yards off." And uh, and then it, it was the pass; it was an errant pass on a like a I don't know where it was going to with Zeke. I can't remember, but anyway. But but my point is, Troy said, "Well, there were four guys open on the play." So. Mm. But there were too many times when he hit his back foot, the receivers were still with their backs to him running routes. And he got forced to dump it underneath. Yeah. But they were playing off. It was like they were running right into their defense. Hmm. All right, we're going to continue. Get to with... play him next year, Mickey. We'll get we'll give it a go then. And it's gonna be here, by golly. There you go. In our house. Although I thought that was our <laughs> hey, house. Be on time. It almost was, believe me. All right, we continue with Talking Cowboys. More of your phone calls in a moment. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... ...thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract, just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV Now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player can look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. 
Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. You know, if you get go to getjackblack.com, you know what you can get? Supreme Cream Triple Cushion Shave Lather. It's luxurious shaving cream that lifts hair up and away from the skin for a smooth, close shave that leaves skin soft, hydrated, and refreshed. Huh. Shop now at getjackblack.com. Are they sending you reads now? I got a email from them advertising their product. Finally. And I just read it to you. Oh, there we go. You want bump fix, razor bump, and ingrown <laughs> hair solution? Yeah. They have yeah. that too. Yeah. Why not? Woo. Wow. How about this that? Is, this is off season Mickey. Doing a little research on the prepare emails from the company now. Yeah. That's right. They know who does. What happens these when reads. your liner disappears? You create your own. That's right. Yeah. All right. Clean break, oil free moisturizer. Also. Hmm. Hmm. There we go. Okay. So should we bring people up to speed on what the off season plans are for Talking Cowboys? Go ahead. Tuesday. Tuesdays at eleven a.m. Right. Yes, sir. Correct. Yeah. And you got draft show is going to be on Thursday, Thursday this week at 11. And then we'll be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from the senior bowl doing podcasts. We do those in the, in the afternoon. Okay. So after practices and stuff, then we'll resume we'll this resume, while yeah. you're in Atlanta, huh? I'll yeah. be in Atlanta two weeks from today and I'm not really looking forward. I need to get this TSA thing fixed. You're not feeling, you're not, you're not, are, are you're not a uh, priority guy. I am, but apparently this whole, the, Certain airports are getting backed up big time yes, because they of the shutdown mm. right now. Mm. Love Field. So, mm. yep. And the teachers so. in L.A. shut down the schools. Mm. They're on strike. Yep. I didn't see that. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So so we would, we'll resume ne- oh, two weeks from today talking Cowboys. Right, yes, sir. Okay. You could drive to Atlanta. Yeah, could do that. I'm afraid they're going to say that. <laughs> Bill, you can drive. <laughs> Although, I might get back quicker. But Stop you, off at the Senior Bowl. What? You can stop well, at the Senior Bowl well, on your no, way. No, no, no. Yeah, man. Take Bring that action. green binder of yours. Yeah, that's right. The Lad Peebles. Up the, there you go. The Lad Peebles. There you go. I did that when, this, when the uh, Super Bowl was in Tampa. No, Jacksonville. Mm. I drove, <laughs> went to the Senior Bowl, and then went on to Florida. As a matter of fact. Atlanta, Tampa, Jacksonville, Miami. Which made, one was it? I have actually <laughs> made that trip uh, from – I went Dallas to Atlanta – to Mobile and back to Dallas mm-hmm. uh, because of club volleyball. They, we had a national <laughs> tournament. See there? My kids were playing club volleyball, a national tournament in Atlanta. It was 4th of July, and we spent the 4th of July down at Gulf Shores. We went down to Mobile in that yeah. area down yep. there. So there you go. I've and done that. And Been the there, done that. Don't need to do it again with the drive. Yep. And, it, and if you drove to Atlanta, you you know, you, you go through uh, – if you don't stop at the Senior Bowl, you mm-hmm. go through Tuscaloosa – you go to Dreamland. Dreamland Barbecue. Yep. Dreamland Barbecue. Absolutely. And, uh, there you go, Bill. Talladega. It's right on the way, too. Folks are sick of our travel schedules, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, off-season priority. Okay. Yeah. I threw out uh, first priority. Um, I asked fans, as we talked about earlier in the show, 
All right, going forward, what are the top priorities this offseason for this team? The market's Lawrence. Got to be Lawrence, doesn't it? Yeah, Lawrence. Number yeah. one on the list. Yeah. yeah. I think that I think you look at that and then you say, okay, now the next focus would be do you do you try and do you try and extend Byron Jones? I think you try to work on the two contracts that are in their last year that are exorbitant. Cooper? Cooper and Byron Jones. Byron Jones. We okay. got both of them. Byron Jones is like nine million. They picked up the fifth year option, right. if I remember correctly. Right. And Cooper's is fourteen million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you redo those, you create cap space. Yeah. You got Sean Lee on the books for seven million. Mm-hmm. That will change. That will change. Yeah, because yeah, you're right. What about Alan Hearns though, too? That's another one. That's a and, team option, right? Yeah. And there's a couple different things there that have to that will make the contract like more than it really looks like, I think, yeah. if they pick up the option. Exactly. You're right about that. And so if you want him back, you probably do something there. Yeah, I think Mickey's right about, okay, give me the priority on Cooper or Byron Jones. What's the bigger number? I know Mickey said both, and I, and he, I think Mickey's absolutely right. What's the bigger Cooper's, number? Cooper's, Cooper's, Cooper's at 14 million. Th- well, yeah, it's, I, Mickey, I, it's 13924. You're I'll right go, about that, though. I'll go Cooper there, in addition to the fact that you— Byron Jones is 6-2 right yeah, now. You, you traded your first for Cooper. It's yeah. question he's part of your long-term plans. I think Byron is, too, but factor in that with the number on the on the cap, I'd give me Cooper first to look at, along with DeMarcus. And I, I, don't, know, I don't know how that one's going to play out either, but— I think you got to find a way, figure it out, because they're killing me on my Earl Thomas thoughts. Why they're killing me? I don't. I don't think they're going to be able to get Earl Thomas. I don't think so either. I, I'd love to have Earl Thomas playing safety here for you know a couple years. I'd love it. Stephen was asked yesterday. He's not going to do. That. Do you see yourself? Nah. You know, signing impact free agents, and he reiterated what he always says: his own guys. That's what we focus on yeah. and hitting on the draft, and we've got young players that need to improve. They just, he just doesn't see it. He didn't yeah. say specific names, oh, no. obviously. But I mean, if they were going to get him, it was going to be for that trade. The, the best shot they had was on draft night on the second round, and it, when that didn't materialize, it, it was over. In my opinion, it was. You know. They just have a lot of their own guys that they need to take care of within the next it, year. Yeah, you know? it's, the, it's the right way to do it, too. What positions are you looking at, guys? What positions you're looking at? If we, if you, okay, if you say you do sign Lawrence and you get you get uh, Cooper done, mm-hmm. say like Mickey wants to, are you going to have to look at cornerbacks? Because I mean, you know, if you're thinking about Byron Jones long term, I mean, if you're not going to do that, right? Are you going to are you are you comfortable playing with with the Wouzier and Lewis and Brown? And then the other thing I think you look at too is where are like for Anthony Brown he is a he's free after next year right and so you look at where you are if guys going into their last year right that's what Rob was talking about yeah. yeah 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 this whole secondary is up after nineteen just about except for George, well not everybody Jordan Lewis Xavier Woods Cheeto but Anthony Brown Kayvon Frazier Jeff Heath Byron Jones Brown next year is his fourth year yeah yeah. So he does doesn't have a restricted year. No, mm-hmm. see that's that's. I mean, I, I was thinking, if you're talking about draft, which I you know I don't. I mean, I got a we got a show for that. But if you were looking at positions, where would you start? Is it tight end, running back? 
We talked about safety, offensive line, offensive, offensive line, if tackle. Convinced that Travis Frederick is okay. You don't need a center. It sounds like Joe Looney's coming back, right? Joe Looney's under contract it's for another okay year. Okay, would Joe be in my backup? Absolutely, right? my backup, backup guy. Yeah, wide receiver could be a sneaky one because you got Tavon and Cole up. Yeah, I think you, I think we're sleeping on Cedric Wilson though a little bit, guys. Yeah, but do you have a a, a slot guy? You know, Mari Cooper. Well, yeah, I mean. I mean, I mean, maybe play him a little bit in there. It sounds for some, sure. You got and he's some done that. Changeable parts there. Yeah, maybe if you bring Hearns back for another campaign. He can, he can play every position. Yeah, I want another defensive lineman that I can groom. Ah, I was thinking more of that shorter. Are you more worried about guy. more worried about human log or Collins going forward? Collins was going in his last year, isn't he? No, he, he's in the. Yeah, he, no, he's through nineteen. He's the same. Right. He's the same. Oh, I'm sorry. Said. I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he is going into. He's a pretty good three technique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he's healthy, right? Antoine Woods. Human plays, Logs. Plays. Human yeah. Logs exclusive rice for agent after 19. So you've yeah. got to have to worry about a couple him. years. And then you got to figure out Crawford. What, what is he? Do yeah. I want him inside? Do I want him outside? Because if I want him outside, and I tell you what, another guy that didn't really take a step forward in that game was Taco. Yeah. Mm hmm. He, uh-huh. he was a wash. Yeah. You know what? I think tight end is a priority. Yeah. I've got a tight end for about, you to take a look at. Well, you won't be at the Senior Bowl. Who you got? Caden Smith. Oh, Stanford? Stanford. Mm. Another Stanford tight end? Flower Mound Marcus. You got, a tight, <laughs> you got a tight ends coach whose son is the starting quarterback at Flower Mound Marcus? Yeah. Doug Nussmeyer? Mm. I'll, go with, I'll go with Caden Smith. I don't know what round. I haven't projected a round for Caden Smith yet, but um, – I take a look at him. Is that because of Flower Mound? Is that Flower Mound Marcus? Is that what you're saying? He's from Flower Mound Marcus, but he's a he's a good player. Mickey, what's the last Next, what, James Hanna? Mickey, what's your guy's name? P- pronounce the guy's name at Missouri. Albert Okawambu Nam. Albert O. Albert O. Yeah, six four two sixty four four seven six tied in from Missouri. This guy's a, this guy. I, I couldn't pronounce his name, but Albert O is is a damn good tight end. Mm. I like him. I like this. this. And he's and he's not like one of these little skinny guys. No, he's a big. The, he's a big guy. He's a tight end. Yeah, Dawson Knox is another guy from Old. I'm just giving you names of tight ends I've seen so far. You would have to take thank you. Him Appreciate that. The, you would have to take him in the second. Who Dawson? Are you no, Albert O? Oh, Albert O. Yeah. We got a pick. Yeah, got a pick at 58. Right, Rob? Yes, sir. Josh Oliver from San Jose State's another one I've looked at. Man, there's some tight ends in this draft. Mitchell Wilcox at South Florida. Mm. And then and if you look at Dane Brugler's list, his top 50, 24 and 25 are the Iowa tight ends. Actually, 24, uh, Hawkins, uh, Hawkinson and then Fant. There's some tight ends, folks. If you want to, if you want to go get one. You want to go get one? There's there's availability there at the second round. I don't know if Mickey wants to do that right Continue now. Continue to help out your quarterback. I'm doing anything I can to help the quarterback. Jeff Swaim is a free agent. Yeah. Two B. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely one of note. No question. What's the most important? There you go. Look at this. Look at Kent coming up with stuff. There you go. The Garrison. Caden right. Smith's on my list. Yeah. There. I haven't seen that Caleb this Wilson. Is the yet. Uh, NFL, I guess, top one hundred. I don't know. These three guys would be on there. Yeah. According to CBS. Yeah, we need to kind of we need to look at. Uh, yeah, I need to see that Ca- that Caleb Wilson guy though. I haven't seen him yet. Kind of going through. Malberto wasn't on that. The, uh... <laughs> He's good though, Mickey. That guy's a good player. 
Albert O's a good player from Missouri. I did a story on Caden Smith when he was a junior or senior in high school. He won a contest. A it was after Odell Beckham made his one-handed catch. Oh, against do the a backflip and catch one. There was there was a a one-hand catch competition uh-huh. in the spring that that following spring, and Caden Smith won the national competition. So yeah. I went out and did a story, and we caught footballs one-handed together. How high would you That's draft a running together? Back? Yeah. You you showed him. Yeah, I showed him. How high? How high would you draft a running back? Mm, not before the third or fourth round. Probably the fourth round on. Third, if I like him. Third, if I like him. Yep. Yeah. I mean, second, I just, if I like him. I mean, him. it all depends I mean, on what your yeah. roster looks like by uh, then. But I think you've got other needs. Hey, I look pressing. at it. I look at it this way. You know, when did Le'Veon Bell come out? He was a second-round pick, okay, yeah, the same year that the Cowboys drafted Gavin Escobar. Yeah. Okay? I get and, it. And at that point, DeMarco Murray was a year away from being a free agent. I can't remember the specifics on it. But I would look back, you look back at it and go, if we weren't sitting there having to get a tight end, you know, and falling in love with a position, we would have just taken the running back. We would have had Le'Veon Bell. The year before DeMarco Murray became a free agent. What's I think right? you have to look at it that don't pass on talent for I, a position. What's Rod that, Smith? Absolutely, Bill. He's a free agent. He's a free agent. Yeah. There you go. But I do – and you look, you need some insurance for your best player. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do look at it a little bit like when Witten was here. It's like, yeah, well, you need another, another running, running back. But how often is Zeke off the field? You know, I there's think, a, there's other pressing. Are we spots. Try, are we trying to extend his career? Are we just going to run? Sure. I, I don't want to. No, no. Him I'm, just, I'm asking, Rob. I'm not trying to be. I'm, I don't want to run him to in different. the ground, but I mean, I mean, are we are we trying to extend him to where? If you don't have Tavon and you don't have Beasley, then who's giving me that juice inside in nickel situations? I wish I could draft you this this Devin Singletary from Florida Atlantic, Mickey. That's why I brought up a slot receiver. Yeah. Or somebody if like you need one, or a versatile guy, jack of all trades. I think you can go across the board. Yeah, give me the best players because they can use a defense. So you're saying, you're, you're, okay, I like this. I like where you guys are going here because you're saying if it, whatever they gets to their pick, whoever the best guy, regardless of position, regardless of position, That's what I'm saying. Need always factors in a little bit. Oh, it's like regardless of position with need. Yeah, that coaches will tell you. I, I, you I, over my years now of doing this, I, it's yeah. It's a fit. I it's, mean, it, it's a fit it's a for fit. your system, too. Best available always sounds great, but you always have to have a reason why. There's always good value at the bottom of those boards, though, of, the, of, right. of every draft. Cam Fleming's up? Yes. Yeah. You got away with one there, by the way. Hmm. He played two games, and you got away with it. Got two victories there, doesn't I know. It? That's what I'm saying. So you're not bringing Cam Fleming back, Mickey? I got to look at what's available. Why there's never anything available at tackle. <laughs> oh, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. That's another one. There's another I take fifth the, round pick. Maybe. Actually, draft's got some good tackles. A lot better than they've had the last I'm couple of years. this guy, Demarcus Christmas from Florida State. Just so we have another Demarcus, and his last name's Christmas. You're looking at a bunch of defensive about, tackles there. Yeah. Those are all. Oh, those, you're talking about offensive tackles. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that, okay, that whole group right there, that Gary kid from. Uh, from uh, Michigan, he's really good. They, there's a bunch of first-round guys right up there, all the way down to, oh, my gosh, that thing's going all the way down to Cincinnati. After past Wilkins, all those guys I think would be considered first-round guys Wow, on that board. Deep group, huh? And you start yeah. your list with number 55 on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It, but it, look, it, hey, <laughs> the, the one. It's funny. The one guy that CBS doesn't have up there is that Quinnen Williams. I didn't see him up there. He's Alabama. Probably, he might be the best player in the oh, draft. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do the draft show here. I'm just talking about. No, names. look. It's names. all names. It's never too early now. Yeah. Hey, we right. all want we're something. Here. We're yeah. here. In fact, you've motivated me. I'm going to start filling in my big green NFL draft scouting notebook <laughs> when I go home. This already semester. started, Bill. Way right. ahead. Check it out, Kent. Yeah. Draft show, 11 o'clock Thursday morning. And get you a bigger boat. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about-